Listening to PetLifeRadio.com. You've had a long day at work, and you can't wait to just get home, take off your shoes, plop yourself down in your favorite chair, and relax. Ah. You walk up to your tranquil residential home and your neatly manicured lawn in your quiet suburban neighborhood, put the key in the lock, open the door, and. Yes, the pets have gone wild! What were you thinking? Welcome to the show about everything you always wanted to know about exotic pets. Where to get them, what to feed them, and how to care for them. You'll even find out why some people live with a monkey. Now, here's your host, exotic pet expert and author, Bob Tart. Hey, Bob, what were you thinking? Hi, I'm Bob Tart. Today is January 1st, 2016, and following the tradition of making New Year's resolutions, I have made a resolution of my own, and that is that I will add, I know this is a bold resolution, considering that I have not been good about keeping up with podcasts, but I resolve for 2016, and you can write this down and you can hold me to it, that in the year 2016, I will add at least one new podcast, okay? And in fact, we have a sort of new podcast that I am presenting today. It's new to you, but well, here's what happened. Unfortunately, Christmas Eve, we had a bad storm here in Michigan and our electricity went out and it went out in the middle of the night and uh, I was groping around in darkness trying to get to the flashlight so I could see where I was going and well, I fell down our audio archive pit that's in the house. I should have had a cover over it, but I did not, and I fell down. I'm okay. Don't worry about it. But while I was in the audio archive pit and kind of floundering, I happened to run into this podcast that book character Bill Holman and I did in August 2014 called Long Legs, Long Beaks about birding. And I had never finished it or at least uploaded it to Pet Life Radio before because I thought the quality wasn't quite good enough. <laughs> what was I thinking? Because it's no worse, I'm not going to say it's any better, but it's no worse than anything else I have ever uploaded to Pet Life Radio. So for your entertainment, I am presenting this sort of uh, classic podcast. I think we can call it classic. And also this gives me an opportunity while doing this rambling introduction to remind everybody or inform, if you didn't know it already, that in April 2016, my brand new book is Hitting the Shelves, published by University of Michigan Press. The short title is Featherbrained, and the complete title, that which includes the subtitle, It's a little inside information for you folks. A complete title includes a subtitle. It is called Featherbrained, My Bumbling Quest to Become a Birder and Find a Rare Bird on My Own. So here's that show from August 2014. Hi, I'm Bob Tart, author of the books Enslaved by Ducks, Fall Weather, and Kitty Cornered. I am here in the shadow of the Tawas Point Lighthouse, or it would be a shadow if it weren't so cloudy, with book character Bill Holm. Bill, how are you? 
Bob, Bob, Here comes Bill. Bill just did something for me. Bill, how, yeah, how did yeah. it? How did it go? It went great. It went great. And it what did a, you just do? I just launched a balloon for you. Yeah, absolutely. It's a big weather balloon, and uh, oh, she's looking good up there. She's <laughs> looking good. Any problems with it? It was uh, well. It's a little windy, and I, the little tether ropes. You know, yeah. I had I had to yank on those a little bit and get it in balance. And then once the once the right updraft hit, I let it go. Absolutely. See, that's see what happened was. So all you people have been faithfully following our birding podcast is that two shows ago I tried a brand new recorder. And because uh, I wasn't happy with my other recorder, and my brand new recorder was an old reel-to-reel, and it was just huge. And oh. it cut off the circulation to my legs. And then, Bill, you remember the recorder last time? No. The last time? <laughs> It was a model about the size of a dust moat. Remember that? It was oh, that little thing. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. why you don't remember. Yeah, I couldn't even see. see it. So this time, I thought that's why Bill was launching the balloon. That this time, <laughs> let's do something more up to date. Instead of recording it at all, let's just put this podcast right up in the cloud. Well, that's a good idea. I'm a little out of breath from the balloon thing, so forgive yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. That, that was kind of <clears throat> rough when it carried you up about 30 feet. Yeah, yeah, it was. I, I, but I yanked it, and I, it put me back down to earth. Well, here we are. This is August, and this is the year 2014, and we are... Have you entered puberty yet? <laughs> that'll be in uh, 2-0-15. And here we are, as I said, in uh, Tawas Point State Park, and we are doing our shorebird show. And this is what I like to call long legs, long beaks. <laughs> it's a shorebird show. Yes, I think the people get it. Okay, so this is uh, part one of our long legs, long beaks. Because uh, it's shorebirds. Shorebird show. And so this is uh, August, which is a good time for shorebird migration. Why and is that? Because this is the time when shorebirds migrate. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They, they. I was wondering why. Yeah, they nest up north, and uh, they're you know they say fooey. Do you think the long beaks are going to pierce the balloon? Oh, I don't think the shorebirds. Although we're talking about them, so just talking about them is putting the shorebirds in the cloud. But uh, I don't. Oh, wow. I don't know if they're going to be attacking the balloon yet. But uh, we'll keep an eye on that. If so, then we'll have to go to a more uh, traditional means of uh, doing our podcast, which is what which is using that molecule size uh, recorder that uh, I have it somewhere, oh, but I don't it? remember where I put it. I haven't it, seen it. It might be in one of those little purgatory places inside my wallet. Mm-hmm. I might have to fish it out of there. Okay. So we're going to have a heck of a show for you today. So far, so good. So far. And uh, one thing we're going to do, because it was so popular, uh, you may remember the last show, even though I haven't posted it yet, you <laughs> re- may remember that we had a special feature on the vocal stylings of Mr. Richard Harris. Oh, yes, it was very interesting. And this is just, you know, I like to bring in our younger listeners with music, you know, to show them that we're with it. Mm-hmm. And so I got a CD to uh, spring on Bill a little later. Maybe that'll be in the next show. But Lulu? And uh, not Lulu. But uh, the, not too far from that era, to keep our youngsters happy. And we'll, we'll have another music discussion like the one we had about Mr. Uh, was it, he never became Sir Richard Harris, did he? The Chiffons? I thought, although just doing a Harry Potter. Yes, he was Sir Richard. Just doing he? Harry Potter, you got knighted, didn't you? <laughs> I got benighted. So here it is, August. And uh, when Bill and I were here in June, I was just shocked Me too. At, how t- at how time always flies. You know, last year, summer just went in a wink, a wink and a blink. And I said to myself last summer, I'm not going to let that happen again. 
I am not going to let summer pass so quickly. And so... Interesting. Yep. And because, you know, time, it just Marches doesn't stand on. still. Except this is, this is the service we're performing for our listeners. Time does stand still when you're listening to what were you thinking? Exactly. Exactly. It, it is standing still right now making it. Yes. In fact, it almost seems like it's going backwards, doesn't it? Yes. Well, except I don't feel any younger. No. Uh-uh. No. No. And I feel a lot older right now, in fact. And wiser. Yes, yes, much wiser. But you aren't wise enough to avoid coming to uh, Tawas Point for the shorebird migration. I'm not sure, quite sure how I ended up here. No, no, it's kind of, because we were talking about... Did I agree about, to this, actually? No, well, not exactly. I, I, I lied a little bit about why we were coming up here. <laughs> Did you say there was some diamonds? Uh, well, just, just, well, see, but I consider the pattern on the back of some of these shorebirds is kind of a diamond-shaped pattern. Uh, that's a what it plumage, was. plumage, So you pattern. weren't really lying. No, I wasn't really lying. Not At least not any more than usual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But speaking mm-hmm. of lying, let's talk about a banana slug for a minute. Uh, All right. It's a humid time of the year, and I went outside on the porch steps yesterday. And it was early in the morning, and there was a big fat banana slug right on the steps. Do you ever get those where you live? I am one. <laughs> oh, boy. So I saw this banana slug, and I thought maybe I'll take a picture of it. Can I ask a question here? I'm sorry Please. to interject. I hate to interrupt this story. How did you know it was a banana slug? It was a slug. It was large, and it was sort of yellowish. Okay, okay. So I thought, I'm going to take a picture of it. And just then, it took off like lightning. It just it ran faster than a mouse. And I thought to myself, I have never seen that before. I have never in my entire life seen a banana slug move that fast. I've never seen that. Really? Never. I've never seen that. What have you seen? <laughs> well, I certainly haven't seen that. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> That's the story? That's the story. It's just Where did sh- it go? Well, it's just to show that language, it doesn't always tell the truth. Because I didn't say I never saw that before. I just said I never saw that. So, in fact, it didn't happen. Oh, you were. Oh, it's, it's like one of those mind twister games that you like to play all the time. It is. It's a little trick of the English language. Uh huh. Uh huh. So we're looking uh-huh. for shorebirds because last year, as I talked about incessantly, is that why half your face looks like a vase? It does. But if I turn a little bit, it looks like a lady reading a book. And if I turn a little bit more, it looks like the skull of death. Whoa, whoa! Well, I've seen. Oh, wait that. a minute! It looks like that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so we are uh, hoping to score some shorebirds. Oh, oh, long oh legs, I, I, long I thought that's why you show. brought me here. No. And hoping to do that. Uh, hi, people. We're attracting a little attention here. There's making kind this of a podcast. crowd developing yeah, yep, here. Yep. Hello. Yes, yes, that's book character Bill Holm. Oh, I didn't introduce you. Hold your laughter, please. Yep, yep. I, I didn't introduce you yet. No, that was going to mention that. I'm fact. Bob Tart, author. Okay, I did say that. And I'm here with did book, say book character Bill Holm and aspiring balloonist. Bill Holm. Bill Holm. Book character Bill Holm and aspiring balloonist. There goes a gull. So we're here. I was hoping. See, last year was the only tiny triumph of my entire birding career. <clears throat> and what was it? That was seeing the uh, juvenile redneck phalarope in a Franklin's gull. Oh, here we go with that story yep, again. Yep. Just about a half a mile past I've never seen my that. North Star, my, the North Star Motel where I was staying with our delightful host, Helen. So I was hoping this year to come back and recapture that triumph. And what did we just see, Bill? 
we saw some sandpipers. Yes, yes. And were they the the best sandpiper or the greatest sandpiper? Or no, were they, they were the worst sandpiper. They were the worst. We saw a little flock of worst sandpipers. They're kind of sausage-shaped. Exactly. Now, some people call them least sandpipers. Yeah, they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, but with them was a tiny and even smaller sandpiper. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that was. I think it was that uh, micron camera sand or microphone sandpiper. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Never mind. So, anyway, some people Oh, I'm looking up at the lighthouse. I didn't know you could climb up into the lighthouse, did you? No, there are people up there. Yeah, there are people here. So, you might wonder why are we doing another birding show when uh, this is Pet Life Radio? And I want to assure my producer Mark Winter about this, and that is that I am writing a birding book. You It'll are? probably be called Featherbrain, and I'm hoping on the back cover there's a little blurb a about me, me. a oh, picture oh, of Bill, oh. and uh, in fact, Bill, one thing he's been doing, if you hear the camera, a lot of camera shuddering <laughs> going on right now, because Bill is trying to take a Pulitzer Prize winning photo of me for the cover. Yes, <laughs> I am. Well, this Pulitzer is pretty much guaranteed. Yeah, well, yeah, it is guaranteed. It's just uh, which one they select. Mm -hmm. So even though this is yet another birding show instead of a pet show, I want to assure Mark that uh, once uh, my book comes out, in the bio blurb for me, this is all about me so far, isn't it? That, I noticed that. That there will Not be... Not like I don't have problems or interesting things to say. Well, there's going to be... Uh, we'll get to that. But I'm hoping there'll be a blurb at the end of the bio saying, and... To listen to some of book character Bill Holmes and Bob Tart's birding shows, go to whatwereyouthinkingonpetliferadio.com. Yes. So that that will bring people to this website to yes. listen to my show. And yes. listen, I think I can confidently guarantee... Who's that over there? I think oh. I can go. Oh, I think... Uh, some more gulls. Some more gulls. That's right. I can confidently guarantee that my book will sell 100 copies. Really? Well, that's, I think that's like I can, more than your others combined. I can confidently say that. And if only 1% of the people who bought that book uh -huh. come to the Pet Life Radio website to, mm -hmm. to listen to these podcasts, mm -hmm. that is money in Mark's pocket. It sure is. That's just So this, this is money for Mark. It is, but you're kind of making an assumption there about that 1%. Well, I, I, it's a confident, it's a prediction. If I go and listen to it, it would be like half a percent. Well, that's true. That's true. And we do have a listener. Where are we getting? I kept thinking all these people were stopping to take photos of us. But the uh, problem is the lighthouse is in the way of us. If Maybe they could get a better shot of us if that darn lighthouse would move. Well, maybe we shouldn't be climbing the side of the lighthouse while we're doing this. Especially with the thunder in the background. It is thunder, isn't it? Yeah. So, uh, we're this makes about, the show pretty dramatic. It is dramatic. So we're about to set out on the sandy trail. Yes, and yes, look for please. and look for um, some shorebirds, and we will report what we're seeing. And if you're having as much fun as we are, I want to stress, <clears throat> and I am stressed, that this is only part one of a fascinating two-part birding show called Long Legs, Long Beaks. And uh, we're going to take a break right now, maybe to seek shelter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, next time you hear from us, it'll be a report on the shorebirds that we have seen at Tawas Point State Park. Look, there's the balloon right now. Look, look. Oh, okay. Okay, you better pull the balloon down. Okay. What Were You Thinking? We'll be right back after Bob gets the ducks out of his living room. Don't go away. 
People say less is more. At Red Barn, we think less is better. It's what you won't find that sets our natural premium pet food apart. No byproducts, no corn or soy, no fillers. Just the natural ingredients your pets need to live the healthy life they deserve. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our chicken rolled food as a meal or shredded as a topper. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Begging to hear more of your favorite show? Full episodes of all our shows are available on demand. Go to PetLifeRadio.com to fetch our entire lineup of possum pet podcasts. Also, dig us up in iHeartRadio Talk and iTunes. Let's talk pets. Live and on demand only from Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com Okay, ducks are in the pond, rabbits in his hutch, and monkeys... Ow! In my car! Oh, okay, well, I go check my insurance policy. We'll turn you back over to Bob. Hi, uh, we're back. You are listening to part two, part B of part one of our Long Legs, Long Beaks, Shorebirds show. And we are broadcasting live from the... Barely. What's the name of this uh, fine establishment where we're in? The Bay Inn? The Bay Inn. The Bay Inn in... They have an excellent ice machine. They do. We're at the Bay Inn in Tawas City. Now, here's the deal. We did not have a good afternoon birding in Tawas Point State Park. And uh, I wasn't sure we were even going to be able to do a second half of this podcast because as you recall in order to get this podcast up into the cloud that book character bill holm had to launch that weather balloon we're going to tell you about the problems we had with that during the electrical storm in a minute because the storm hit us but here we are in a motel room and we could not get any room at the bay inn that would allow us to squeeze a weather squeeze. balloon out the window so that we could launch it up into the cloud so instead, Bill bought a bottle of, uh, what's that? Um, it's called Absolute Vodka. And so we decided that all that we had to do was uh, Bill would have some of that Absolute Vodka, and then he would be off in the clouds. And away we go. And so we, that's, a, that's a funny reference for our younger viewers, <laughs> listeners and viewers, because I know a lot of people like to stare at a blank wall while they're listening to this fine show. So here we are broadcasting directly to the cloud, thanks to Bill. How is it? What's it like up there, Bill? Well, it's getting better by the sip. Okay. Now, we have very bad news for our listeners and for our viewers who are staring at the blank wall at the moment, and that is that we might have to cancel part two. What? Of the Long Legs, Long Beaks, Shorebirds podcast double duo of the original two-part show we are going to do because we're not seeing any birds. 
And I know this is difficult for anyone to believe, but we can't think of anything to talk about. Well, we can talk two. about how I got hit by lightning. Well, we'll do that here. But I mean, to do a oh, whole tomorrow. new show tomorrow. Oh, there's no way. No, there's no way. And you might... Although I could... Uh, personal reminiscences? Yeah. If we can think of... Um, it, it might be hard for you to believe that a show could be about less than this one. But if we try to make it less about this one, it might create some kind of a, a rupture in time-space continuum. It would be a negative... Some kind of a negative right. Any, anyone listening to this would then get sucked into our world. Ooh, I pity the poor fool who gets sucked into my world. No, 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 no. So we'll see if anything happens to Ron. It's too bad because I was going to spring some 70s music on Bill, which I think he never heard before. Very and, likely. And then have a discussion about it to rival our discussion of the fine British-slash-Irish vocalist uh, Richard Harris we talked about last time. That was a very interesting discussion, I thought. I got a lot out of it. I did, too. And plus, I did my... I couldn't do it again, but I did my uh, Richard Harris impression. Yes, mm-hmm. you did. I did. Yes, you did. So, Could you do your uh, Vanessa Redgrave impression? Um, a little later. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go back to my suitcase. But. Whoa! So, we saw no shortbirds. We did... <clears throat> last year, at this time, when I went to Tawas Point State Park... And we are up on, if you put your hand in front of you, and that's Michigan, the map, it looks like your hand, with your palm facing toward the wall you're staring at. We're about at the knuckle of your index finger. Is that about right, Tawa City? Well, that's about right. It's about, that's right. about right. And you got to keep your fingers all together, though, because if you uh, spread your fingers, suddenly you're creating coastline where it doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, you're creating a giant chasm. In east-central Michigan. Oh, that wouldn't be good. A lot of people would slide down there. Not many. No, no. So, well, we saw no shorebird. Not even one. We didn't even see a killdeer. Right, right, We saw right, a killdeer right, on the right. beach well, here. Well, that doesn't count. No, but, uh-uh. But when, <laughs> yes, it does. It's a bird. What am I saying? No, but it doesn't count for the kind of shorebirds we were looking for. We Just did, a second. I have to uh, a little refill. Can you fill while I refill? I'll try. So, we... Uh, did run into a woman who saw us carrying uh, binoculars, and instead of calling for a cop, she uh, <laughs> deduced that uh, we were birders, and she said, and here we are looking for shorebirds, that we would find an immature bald eagle about uh, three-quarters of the way. Is that it, down the sandy trail? Uh, what were you saying? Just a minute. Refreshing. Oh, you gotta got to maintain your altitude up in that cloud. Woo, it's a little chilly up here. Is it? Yeah, I might have to have a little warm-up. Oh, okay. So I thought it was very nice of her to tell us that we could see an immature bald eagle. Because really, you know, eagle, yeah, an eagle, that was about the 98th bird I wanted to see today. So, yeah, I was I was happy for that. It was great seeing an eagle. It was. But it, 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 was, it was a little hard to photograph because it just had its back to you. Yeah, the bird would not face us. And so I said to Bill, it was this is an immature bald eagle, and I said, I'm going to, what if I call the bird? And you kind of poo-pooed that, right? I didn't think it would. I, I thought, how do you call an eagle? Right, but it was an immature bald eagle, and so I yelled, Hey, beer and women. Ah, where? And that's what Bill said. So it worked, but also um, Bill kept staring at me until I expectantly, until I uh, had to explain that, no, that was just to track the, the eagle. But Yeah, uh, so th- thank you for explaining that. I well, you know. See, because immature eagle, I could have yelled video games. 
Yes, yes, that it would have turned. Yes, and it would have been funny. Yes, Maybe and it might funnier. have had, it might have had a quarter, given you a quarter. It might have. So or at least a token. Now we were mobbed. I didn't think anyone would recognize this, but we were mobbed hordes, on the Sandy Trail. Hordes, hordes of gnats. Yeah. But I mean, you know, I've, I've never seen so many gnats. No. And the thing, what was interesting, and you pointed this out, you noticed this, was that we were thinking, is this like one cloud of gnats, or is it like different clouds of gnats? And you realized that this one cloud of gnats was just following us. They were. They were. They uh, appreciated your star power, I think, and were just well, yes. either that yes. or it was that balloon because um, we were in the middle of an electrical storm. Yes, and it, it, I, you know, it was sort of a shocking moment for me because I got struck by lightning. You did get struck by lightning, and you developed some psychic powers. Psychic powers. Now, for example, I have this vision mm-hmm. that no one is going to hear this podcast. Hmm. That's not just a logical deduction. That's absolutely. It's a vision. It's a vision. Yeah. Maybe I also. Oh, wait a minute. I'm getting another one. Okay. We're not going to see any birds tomorrow. Uh oh. Because it might. See, we were surprised by the rain today because there was only supposed to be a 3% chance of rain. Bill, I don't think I've told you this, but one of the meteorologists in Grand Rapids, I don't, on TV stations, I don't remember which one. Might have been Bill Steffen, I'm not sure, but he once said that crook. He oh, no, no, no. He once said that there was a thirty percent chance of rain, and that meant that thirty percent of the people in the viewing area were going to have rain. Did now, he that, actually yeah, say that? Yeah, and that's got nothing to do with it. That is not that that's that's irresponsible. No, I don't know if that was Bill Steffens or not. It was somebody though, it was a meteorologist. And Linda and I had quite a chuckle this morning, speaking of meteorologists. Mm -hmm. We were listening to a fill-in meteorologist on a station in Grand Rapids, and um, (laughs) we won't say what station it was, 17. But the (laughs) fill-in meteorologist, she could not pronounce the word humidity, and she kept saying humidity. Humidity? Yeah, humidity. That um, well, I can there see why you had a lot a of humidity. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that's kind of funny that you have a meteorologist, someone doing the weather, who can't pronounce humidity. That is a Fox Channel. It is a Fox Channel. So anyway, so here we are. Imagine my embarrassment. Didn't see any birds today worth remarking upon, except for the ones we remarked upon at the beginning of the show and the bald eagle. So here we are. We have a show with no entertainment value. Clearly. And no well, education. that's nothing different. Right, but no educational value no, either. That's nothing no. different either. No. Well, I mean, I have a question. Yes, go ahead. Why, if there are semi-pomaded sandpipers, are there no entirely pomaded sandpipers? Well, I'm wondering, do you know what semi-pomaded means? I have no idea. It means that like they have f- half a hand? Close. It means that the feet are partially webbed. And I do believe that most sandpaper <laughs> are like an 80 grit. <laughs> and it, like that kind of grit, it's good for finishing up work, right? Mm. But you wouldn't want to name a sandpiper after an 80 grit sandpaper. Ew, no, 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 no. So I think that's what part of the problem I see. is. Well, so I think most sandpapers are totally palmated, that their feet are completely webbed, but again, only for finishing work. I see. I see. Well, that's very interesting. I had no idea that that was the case. And, you know, so we do have some educational value in this we show. We do. We do. And speaking of, uh, we have some leftover business from our last podcast. I don't think you realized this. I did. Th- you're springing this on me. I am springing this I on I did you. not know this. Ladies and gentlemen, I did not know this. No. This is all spontaneous. No. And this this is the first I've heard of any of this. Well, you will see it is because 
when we went searching for the yellow-headed blackbird at Nyonking Point, that you had promised that you were going to have a sonnet written to the yellow-headed blackbird. Oops. And you said it was just about finished at that point, and that... Uh, so I was just wondering where you are with that uh, yellow-headed blackbird sonnet. It's even closer to being finished than it was before. Okay. Okay, when do you think... Do you think it's can... easy to write a sonnet? No, I don't. No, neither did Walter Brennan. <laughs> so and he wilted when he tried. Did he really? Yes, he did. I see. Yeah. Well, you know, when I write poetry, I don't like structure. I like to be a little more free-flowing, a little, you know, more, more like create my own structure. This is a highly structured form that, you know, it goes against my grain. Yes, and it'll be interesting to see how you fit the yellow-headed blackbird into the sonnet structure. I'm having trouble rhyming blackbird. Oh. To tell you the truth. Oh. So if any of you out there can think of a good rhyme. I'm, you know, I'm glad you mentioned the listeners because as we grind to a halt, as we uh, <laughs> try desperately to fill the last couple of minutes of the show. How many minutes do we have left? I think uh, we could call it quits just about any time now. Oh, okay. But Didn't you have a few more topics, though? I ran through them already. Did you? <laughs> that, that's how rich they were. Okay. But I have one topic, and that uh, I think it'd be interesting if... Find out if anyone has even listened to this show. Please email oh. me at bob at petliferadio.com because I don't think anyone ever listens to any of these shows. <laughs> and I, I would be happy why to would hear they? I would be happy to hear from one person. You don't have to say anything about the content or anything. Just email me and uh, say, you know, I did listen to that show. You don't even have to put anything in the text. Just bob at petliferadio.com and you can uh, if you maybe in the text field put in there uh, long legs no you better not my wife might see the email Roo. so just say i listen i listen to your stupid show and i'd be interested in knowing because i'm wondering if we even exist i i'm thinking we don't but something did occur to me yes i mean if we have some do we have any time left please i mean this is supposed to be about exotic pets right i mean isn't that the topic that you're supposed to be doing yes and I do have one. You have an exotic pet? I do. That I don't know about? I think, well, I, I, very few people know about it. Well, what is it? It's a feather boa. A feather boa? Yes. What country do those come from? Um, they, they, they come from various European countries. They, they come from Hollywood? They, some of them do. Some guy named Frederick some of give them, it to you? Some of them come from, you know, like Paris. Oh, oh well, that's it. well maybe we they, should. They, they thrive on runways. Oh. Oh, are they pests on runways? Do they have to shoo them off runways so that planes can land? Uh, yes. They could get into a jet engine. Well, we we should do a whole show on that. So we'll. Oh, oh that's going to be okay. 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 So, well, thank you for uh, listening to this excellent birding show. This will be really good publicity for my forthcoming book, by the way. Anyone, oh my God. anyone who listens to this podcast, they're just going to run out and buy the book. And what's that called again? Featherbrained is the working title, but you know what will happen. Uh, some Somebody. agent perhaps could change it. Well, anybody could. Uh-huh. Anybody could. Anybody could. Yeah. Just do you think maybe it? When you say self-titled, maybe it's the self-reading it that could title it for themselves. Wow, that's deep. So thanks to uh, everyone for uh, listening to this very informative shorebird. You know, we saw no birds. You know, what do we got? We got nothing. We got nothing. And it says a lot about us that, you know, that we're admitting uh, apparently our entire lives revolve around these shorebirds. They do. The neither nor birds in this case. Yes. 
And, uh, oh, we didn't get to talk about going up to Oscoda. Oh, that's right. We didn't even see any Skodas. No, we didn't. We didn't see any Skodas in Oscoda. So thank you uh, for listening. Uh, thank you to our producer, uh, Mark Winter, who I'm sure is tearing his hair out as he listens to this. And uh, email me at bob at petliferadio.com. Follow me on Twinter. Twinter? Twinter? Is that Twinter. one of them new? I, I'm fine. I'm on Twinter now. <laughs> at Bob Tart at, on Twinter. And also, friend me on Facebook, if, if you like. And uh, Bill Holm is on Facebook. Do you want people to friend you? Absolutely not. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thinking about buying a monkey? How about a ferret or a skunk? Then check out the show that will answer the burning questions, where do you get them? What do you feed them? How do you take care of them? And most of all, what were you thinking? With exotic pet expert and author Bob Tart. Every week on demand from PetLifeRadio.com.